Welcome to the Youth Pastor Tips Podcast, a podcast about helping youth workers win. So whether you are the youth pastor, an amazing volunteer, or even a dedicated small group leader, this podcast is for you. Each week, you'll hear the best tips when it comes to youth ministry. So we hope you enjoyed today's episode. And here's your host, Anthony Vargas. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Youth Pastor Tips podcast. Thanks for tuning in today on another episode, and I hope you've had a great Sunday gathered with your students. I know that we are continuing to celebrate the launch of our new space as we've been giving out you know, some cool prizes like the PS5, Nintendo Switch, and you know, this past weekend, we gave away a brand new 55-inch flat-screen TV. And the student that won it was so happy. They celebrated. It was amazing. Uh, if, you, if you're like me, though, and you geek out over you know, remodels and new student spaces, feel free to reach out. And I'd love to share what we got going on, some videos and just some uh, cool auxiliary games. Maybe you can get some ideas for your space. Um, as we, you know, we're, we're, we got hockey table, ping pong tables, led wall, awesome sound, amazing lights. You know, God has allowed our church to be really generous in giving and allowing us to build a space that we can grow into and reach more students. And I had the privilege of teaching this past weekend, and it's such a joy to open up God's Word and share truth with teenagers. Just to give you a sneak peek, I taught on Jeremiah 31, and in that, God announces a new covenant. So it was fun breaking that down and being creative at the same time, you know, so you don't lose a teenager's interest. Anyways, that's kind of just a synopsis, if you will, for our weekend and what's been going on in our world uh, when it comes to youth ministry. Today, though, I want to talk to you about nine tips that I came up with from nine years since I've been, that's how long I've been in youth ministry. Now, I'm just going to be honest for a second before I move on. I don't know absolutely everything when it comes to youth ministry, but I do know this. I am passionate about what God has called me to do. And through the past nine years of reaching you know, teenagers, I've learned so much through reading, podcasts, following others from afar, and lastly, you know, being surrounded from, by a number of amazing youth pastors, including my team. And you know, with that, I want to share with you at the end of this episode, if you stay tuned, I want to share with you um, the best book that I've read in youth ministry. It's sort of been like my youth ministry manual, if if you will. And I want to share with you that at the end. So stay tuned for that. But these nine tips I'm about to share um, are what I've learned through the years and have considered some of my best tips from my own personal experience and lessons that I've learned from others. Um, So let's get started with tip number one. It's simple. It's this. Your relationship with God matters most. Too often I find myself worried about the spiritual matters of other people and have neglected my own personal walk with the Lord. And in those moments is where I founded myself closest to burnout. Here's the reality. When we as youth pastors continue to pour out on a weekly basis without being poured into from the time we spend with God reading His Word and praying to Him, that's when we find ourselves being drained and on the edge of burnout. 
Listen to someone who has, has firsthand knowledge on the subject. Your students need a youth pastor who has been with Jesus. Your family needs someone who's been with Jesus. And may we never find ourselves talking more about him than talking to him. So tip number one is your relationship with God matters the most. Tip number two is spending time with your family is above spending time with your students. I love getting the opportunity to hang out at various school activities, lunches, and fun things that students invite me to, but I've learned to make sure that I balance my time with my wife since she is my priority. If I've found myself spending so much time away from my home doing ministry and I get asked to do something else, my answer is going to lean towards no because I said I do to my bride at the end of the day and the students will be there tomorrow. I try often to make sure my family is doing ministry with me because I know that uh, my wife plays an important role in the ministry and the teenage uh, in the teenagers' lives, especially the girls. And at the end of the day, we need to be choosing our family above our students. Okay, tip number three is you are a disciple maker before you are a youth pastor. Discipleship will always be my first calling as a follower of Christ. And this truth slipped early on in my youth ministry as I let the to-dos, events, parent phone calls drown it out, nowhere to be found. It wasn't until a few years ago where I you know, had to learn that serving as a youth pastor, I noticed that I wasn't living out my first calling. And that is every Christian has been given to make disciples. And this is why I love even in a student ministry of more than a couple hundred, of discipling a group of just five to six boys because it is my mission while I'm here on this earth. And I want those students to know that, that discipleship is a part, um, apart from my nine-to-five job as a J-High pastor. It has nothing really to do with it, and I, I want them to understand that um, discipleship is my mission as a Christian. And you don't have to be in ministry to make disciples. Because if they get the stigma that only J-High pastors can make disciples or only youth pastors in ministry can make disciples, then they will fall into the trap that I can only make disciples unless I work for the church. So I need to teach them that discipleship is apart from my 9-to-5 job so that they can make disciples because they're an everyday person just like I am. All right, that was a long bit, but you are a disciple maker before you're a youth pastor. I want you to understand that. Tip number four is you can't do this alone. I don't know why, but maybe you've been like me before and had this attitude in which you think you're the stuff and you can do it all by yourself. Have you ever thought like that before? Because this sums up my first couple of years in youth ministry. But listen to me, youth pastors. You need a body of Christ to come alongside you, serve with you, to reach these teenagers in your community for the sake of the gospel. Remember, an adult like you who loves teenagers can make a difference. But 10 adults like you? Wow! That group can make an entire impact on a city for the kingdom of God. You can't do this alone, guys. Tip number five is to encourage parents often. Week in and week out, parents drop their child off and entrust you with their student. First off, let's never take that for granted. 
Secondly, let's never assume that they have the perfect home life because we may never know what's happening behind the deadbolt. The teenager could be cussing their parents out, dabbling into unknown sin, and the parents may feel emotionally exhausted and so on. And this is why we should constantly encourage parents because chances are they could use a pick-me-up. Don't be afraid to write a letter to Mrs. Smith and letting her know that Jacob has been crushing it in Bible study and has been growing so much in his faith. Encouraging parents often will create a culture of unity as they realize you're all in this together. Okay, so encourage parents often. Tip number six is find youth pastors' uh, friends. Let me just say this. You are better together. Grow relationships with people who are in the trenches with you. I love networking and linking up with others on social media. And um, I have been on so many Zooms, FaceTime calls with people I've never met face-to-face, but I have great growing relationships with them. Quickly, I just want to shout out a few friends who've helped me grow in my ministry uh, over the years. That's been Ben Reed, Frank Gill, Justin Knowles, Matt Perry, Brandon uh, Brandon Hadley, Seth King, Alex Weirda, Steve John, Chris Hargrove. That that are just some of the friends around the world who I've connected with, networked with, and just grown a, a, a friendship with them. So thank you so much, guys, for allowing me to grow and uh, and to be a better youth pastor. Tip number seven is phone calls make a difference. Don't hesitate to make a phone call. I know it may be tedious. Um, I know that you've probably made a thousand phone calls to call families that are new, families that are struggling, even families that have missed the past few weeks. But these phone calls communicate you care because you took the time to reach out. Ask yourself, who's a family that I can reach out this week to show that I care? So phone calls, make them because they make a difference. Tip number eight, we got two more. Tip number eight is to be intentional with your time. Use your Mondays to go through your calendar for the week, know what you got going on, you know, you need to write out your to-dos, and begin to block out time blocks to make sure you are spending time with your family, your students, going back to tip number one, studying God's Word, uh, because that's most important, and to study before you teach as well. Um, So make sure you're taking the time out. Make the best use of time, as the Bible says, and how important that truth is for us youth pastors as we intentionally use our time to fight against the ways of this culture. Tip number nine, the last tip, it's this. The only thing your youth ministry needs from you is a heart that's been with Jesus. That's the biggest tip I've learned, and it was from a, a mentor um, that, that I heard this from, and it's been the mantra for my ministry. It, so youth pastors who have been practicing the presence of the Holy God um, and have been on their knees praying and reading His Word, those are the youth pastors that are going to make a difference. Let us never forget, you know, that Martha was busy serving Jesus um, as Jesus was in her home, but Mary was still sitting at his feet. And Jesus said that Mary made the right choice. I'm slowing down here because I want you to grasp this. 
that you need to sit at the feet of Jesus before you go serve your students. And I promise you, God will be able to use you in a mighty way. So, just a review. Tip number one was your relationship with God matters most. Tip number two, spend time with your family above spending time with your your students. Tip number three, you are a disciple maker before you're a youth pastor. Tip number four, you can't do it alone. Tip number five, encourage parents often. Tip number six, find youth pastors. Tip number seven, phone calls make a difference. Tip number eight, be intentional with your time. And tip number nine, is the only thing your youth ministry needs from you is a heart that's been with Jesus. Okay, crew, that's all I got from the for this episode of Youth Pastor Tips Podcast. I hope that you are finding this content helpful, and if so, it would mean a ton if you left a rating and review. As we're a couple away from 50 ratings, uh, that's exciting. And if you happen to leave one, let me know, and I'll send you a gift in the mail on me. Um, Okay, I want to get to the book that I promised you at the beginning of this episode. The book that's helped me the most is Purpose Driven Youth Ministry by Doug Fields. Okay, Doug Fields isn't paying me to say this. DYM isn't sponsoring this. But this really has been a book that's become a manual for me as I've read it multiple times and it's helped me so much in areas of youth ministry. So grab that book. Um, I'll leave a link in the description, uh, an Amazon link where you can buy it. But um, let me just say, if there's anything that I can help you in your youth ministry context, please let me know. I'm here to be an available resource to you. If you just want to chat, brainstorm, hear what we're doing in our youth ministry, or even if you just need a place to vent, reach out to me. Uh, you can use my Instagram at Youth Pastor Tips, DM me, or if you prefer email, it's anthony at youthpastortips.com. Well, that's a wrap. Never forget, you're awesome. Thanks for joining us this week on the Youth Pastor Tips Podcast. Make sure to visit our website at youthpastortips.com and also be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply share with another youth pastor about the show, that would help tremendously. Again, thanks for tuning in to the Youth Pastor Tips Podcast, and we'll see you next week.